Are you ready to uncover hindrances blocking your dreams? Welcome to Reveal the Diamond Within podcast. I'm your host, author and national pageant winner, Joanna Harabedian. Through thought-provoking interviews, inspiring stories and teachings, we help you shine in the four pillars of strength for emotional, spiritual, physical, and financial breakthrough. It's time to step into your God-given greatness. It's your time to shine. Welcome you to Reveal the Diamond Within. I have an amazing guest with me today. We have a very important topic we're going to talk about. The title of the show today is Change Your Perception, Change Your Life. And with me, I have Deborah Cornell. She is an amazing woman of God, and she is trained and certified as a health practitioner in the arena of emotional healing. And I'm going to let her speak a little bit more to that. But today we're going to talk about how little traumas, big traumas, what those are, um, how the enemy uses those things to create a misperception within ourselves about us, about God, about others. And I can't wait to have Deborah introduce herself and share with you guys because you're really going to get transformed today by what she has to share. So Deborah, I want to welcome you to reveal the diamond within. We're so excited to have you on the show today. Hi, Joanna. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's always a pleasure to speak with you and to join you in these fun transformational processes. That's right. That's right. Well, why don't you share um, about a little bit about your, your background and what you do? Okay. Um, I started in the holistic wellness industry back in 2009, 2008, 2009, totally changed my, my path and my plan. I started with the foods. I was actually, I was a certified raw foods chef and instructor I wanted to learn how the foods and nutrition affected the body. Then I went into health coaching and, and that was also just another piece of that puzzle. And then I went to school for personal training and, and then I started with the emotional component. So I really wanted to know how we worked body, mind, soul, spirit. And I've been doing the emotional work now for the past nine years, a little bit, a little bit over. And that is truly my passion. That's what God's really laid on my heart to do is to help people. And I don't consider it work because for me, it's just such a joy and a blessing to be able to help others in that way. And um, if, if you heard my background, you would probably be like, how are you even functioning as a normal human on the planet? <laughs> I know you have quite the testimony, which we'll, we'll do on a different show because yes. it's amazing and it's helped develop you to who you are today. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's really cool because you go through life and it's challenges and the stressors and all of that. And it's really all comes down to a choice. What do you want to do with that? You know, would you like to to grow forward? I like to say grow forward because every time we make these choices to do something to better our lives, we're growing, right? We're learning and growing. And right. I really believe, and I know because I'm the testimony of that, that you can have a true, happy, healthy life 
just by the choices that you make and everything we do, we have thousands of choices every single day. So what are you going to choose to do? Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting because Jesus said um, you with our words, we create life and with our words, we create death. And those things are based on our choices. And so that's why I think today's show topic is really important to help create awareness for people on why they're making the choices that they are and what are the underlying lies and misperceptions that have occurred through their life that's created that false impression of who they are as a child of the King of Heaven. Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more, 100%. Why don't we talk a little bit? Why don't you share and explain a little bit more about big traumas and little traumas and so a couple of examples of what that might look like? Okay, great. So as we go through life, we do have traumas, like Joanna said, big traumas, little traumas, capital T, little T traumas. So let's say, for example, you're a, a young child and you're at school and you go to lunch in the lunchroom and you know everybody's there at lunchtime so you've got your tray and you're walking through the line and you're trying to find a seat and we're all awkward in that situation usually unless you're in some click or something and you trip and you fall and you drop your tray and and you're just so humiliated and embarrassed because now all the kids are laughing at you like oh what a klutz look at you you're so stupid mm-hmm. and i would and then that's traumatizing to that child right so those that you'll carry with you forever and then if something else similar happens it just kind of compounds that and and sets that up to become a program running in your subconscious mind like i'm so stupid i'm a loser but those are little traumas that we have along the way. And then a capital T trauma course would be if you lose a loved one, if you are in a serious car accident, mm-hmm. if you get into a big altercation with someone. So those are, those are the capital T traumas, but they all impact us the same. They all cause emotions to get trapped in the body. And we know that when these things get trapped in the body, when we carry around these traumas, it actually starts to fester inside the body and causes disease. Mm -hmm. So we have dis-ease in the body. And the cool thing is that we have ways to release this dis-ease in the body. And then our body has the, God made us to have this natural innate ability to heal. It's just that we need the tools to do that. And so it's really fun to learn those tools, to to learn those skill sets, or to reach out to someone who has those tools and skill sets that can help you. And Mm -hmm. so that's why it's so much fun to do this work for me, because I've I've used many uh, tool sets and skills and reached out to many people, and I've done the work. I've done the, the work to to be healed and whole and lots of prayer, lots of tears, mm-hmm. lots of reaching out to others. And when you do that, though, you can truly have a happy life. Uh, one of the things that I have in my office is a little sign that says it's never too late to have a happy childhood because we can be that happy child. Now we all have right. that child within us and we can be that happy child now, but it's your choice. We have free will. So what do you want to do? <laughs> hmm. No, that's yeah. a really good point. And, um, you know, it's interesting. I, I love what Jesus said, you know, about little children. He said, 
don't block the little children, you know, don't suffer the little children. And it's better to be, have a millstone hung around your neck than to hurt a child. And so when we can get back to that place of innocence within our, in ourselves, you know, as the Lord created us, as we were originally created, that's where we see the miraculous. That's where we see the healing. And one thing I love is God does give us tools to provide different ways for us to receive that healing. And he's the author of all that. Why don't you uh, touch a little bit on the different areas of perceptions? Because I know there's there's a quite a long list, but let's talk about some of those areas of perception to help create awareness for people that might not necessarily be in touch with their feelings at the moment. Right. So your perceptions are created. You could even start your perceptions in the womb. You know, when uh, let's say if your mom, when you were in the womb was having terrible fights with your father, those stresses are created right then and there because you're feeling, you're literally feeling those emotions from your mom in -hmm. the womb. And so then from the time we're born up until whatever age we're at now, we, we carry those perceptions. So perceptions are created. It's, it's what we're taught. It's what we've learned. What did we learn from our parents? What did we learn from teachers at school? What did we learn from our grandparents, from spiritual leaders, from, uh, from our siblings, from, you know, people who have, who've been our, in our scope, in our uh, world that have impacted us the most. Mm -hmm. Now, those perceptions are not always true and correct. So that's what, what we really need to understand is those, those programs now that are running in that subconscious mind are because of these perceptions that we have. So for example, if you grew up in a home where, and a lot of people have, I worked with a lot of people with this, it's, it's very sad, but if you grew up in a home where you were told you're stupid, you're dumb, you're a loser, you're not going to amount to anything. Why do you even try? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not true, but that's that subconscious programming that's now running the show. So mm-hmm. now subconsciously, not maybe consciously, but subconsciously, that's running the show. And you're thinking, oh, yeah, I'm stupid. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I can't do this. Um, I'm never going to amount to anything. And then you could also have something that that's quite the opposite. Let's say another child grew up in that same environment and they had the parents telling them the same thing, but this person chose to prove, yes, I am worthy. Yes, I do deserve it. And they become the type A personalities (laughs) <laughs> that start, you know, they, they're the valedictorians. They're the, the ones the who overachievers, the overachievers, because they're going to prove, oh, yes, I am smart. Yes, I, I'm not stupid. I am smart. But sadly, that same program is running in their subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. Now, did, were they more successful than the other person? Yes. in the in the 3D physical world, they were more successful. But but do they have that same program that's blocking them from certain things? Let's say those programs are blocking you from giving love the way that you want to. Those Mm. programs are blocking you from receiving love, right? Mm -hmm. Those programs are blocking you from living the life that you truly deserve to live your divine birthright of being happy and joyful. 
And mm-hmm. that's what God created us to do is to share love and to receive love. That was what Christ came on the earth. He was the, the highest example of what love looks like, unconditional love. And that's what we're here to do. So, so we, can, we can actually um, find those imbalances and, and actually release those emotions that have been trapped in your body for mm-hmm. so long. So that's really good. Um, I'd like to touch a little bit more in depth on the, um, what would you say are some examples of not being able to receive love? Does anything come to mind? Well, yes. I mean, look at, you know, I'll use myself as that example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I've been, you know, I had very tumultuous relationships uh, most Mm. of my life with, with men. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't have that example in my home from my parents. They were fighting all the time. It was awful. And so I didn't, didn't know what that looked like. You know, I, it, and so that becomes the normal for you. Oh, yeah, people are supposed to fight mm-hmm. and, you know, knock down drag outs, not literally punching or something, but just these big fights that, you know, these stupid things that come up. And I didn't know, I just really didn't know. It was all a learning process, you know, it was an evolution. And so I went through multiple marriages Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, relationships. And so I've been through the, what is that? The silversmith fire. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't fun. (laughs) No, that's no fun. But I will tell you that I, I'm so happy now and so fulfilled and joyful that when someone does come in my life and I do believe in miracles, that's right. Absolutely. <laughs> I believe in infinite possibilities. <laughs> and, um, but I know that when, when that person that is, that I'm supposed to be with now comes into my life, it's going to be so much more complete because I've done the work. Mm-hmm. And the person that comes in my life will have done the work too, you mm-hmm. know? And so I think it's just so important that we realize that way. we really have to do the work on ourselves. Again, it's a choice. What do you want to do? But when we work on ourselves, then we can truly help others. Then we can truly receive that love. I didn't know how to receive love. Maybe mm-hmm. I was in a relationship that that person was truly genuine and loving, but I didn't trust it, you mm-hmm. know? So you know, you couldn't accept it. Exactly. So who knows? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and I touch on that in my book that's coming out, seven mistakes women make that repel good men, a huge factor in that repels a good man, like you just said, is the inability to receive. And that can be something as simple as not even being able to receive a compliment, which I was the number one offender of that (laughs) before I did my work. Right. And, and another interesting thing, um, as we're discussing this, I was thinking about my husband, David. Um, he had a video. It was a, a short story that was done on him through the 700 club. And they ended up doing two versions because they didn't feel they captured him in the first rendition of filming him. And in the second one, the producer, she's like, I'm trying to figure out why you ended up with the story that you have, how you didn't have bad parents. You, you know, you came from a good family. You don't fit the typical mold of someone who went to prison. And what we uncovered was his father, a wonderful man, uh, but he always strove for perfection. 
Mm. And so David was constantly rejected. He was striving like what you said. It was never good enough. Hey, I tapped out this guy in my wrestling in, you know, the first round. Well, that's great. But did you tap it? Why'd you tap? Why didn't you tap him out in the first minute type of thing? Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I had that too, because my father, um, he would get very, very upset if everything wasn't perfect in the house. Mm. And I did that to my poor daughter and my stepkids. Like I drove them crazy because that perfectionism thing. Because you think, okay, if I do everything perfect, then I'm not going to get in trouble. That's that subconscious programming that's running. right. If I keep the house perfectly clean, then there's not going to be a fight. If I, if I, you know, and I drove my kids crazy, you know, the poor things mm-hmm. I look back now and, and I tell, you know, I told my daughter, please forgive me. <laughs> right. <laughs> you For know, that and, perfectionism. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the fact that you even did that, I think was probably very healing for your daughter. Because she had that whole perfectionism where it's not good enough. And then to be able to, as her mom say, you know, please forgive me. I bet that was really (laughs) freeing for your daughter. Cause you know, a lot of parents don't realize what they're doing. So they, they don't humble themselves and go to their kid and say, Hey, mom, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Exactly. And I've done that all along my healing journey with her, you know, Mm -hmm. saying, look, you know, I only knew what I knew then. It's not an excuse, but I, this was what I did. And, and please forgive me. And I think that is so important, like you said, to that healing process and to, to her healing journey. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, she, I'm so proud of her. She's such an amazing mom and not that I was a bad mom, but you know, in some ways um, I could have been much better, but mm-hmm. again, you know, we just, we try to do the best we can so that uh, for our kids, we can create a better life for them. And then they can create a better life for their children. And I can see she's an amazing mom to my grandson. Mm-hmm. And he's just such a, a cool kid. He's so well-rounded and and happy and joyful. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, and that's huge. And it's really breaking that cycle. It's breaking the curses. Absolutely. And, and it, Absolutely. It's, it all comes down, like you said in the beginning, it all comes down to choices. We can choose to get out of this rut and begin to make changes. Right. And I would like to touch on something that you just said, the, Mm -hmm. the, the cycle, because we do have that generational cycle and I see that quite a bit in the work I do. And I'll just give you an example for myself. When I started doing this emotional work on myself and releasing these trapped emotions, I did start finding things that were inherited Mm. and you know, those generational curses, mm-hmm. but they're, they're actually two just inherited emotions. So if you think about what went on in your parents' lives, when they were, uh, you know, before they had you, mm-hmm. uh, in your grandparents' lives and on up the genetic tree, mm-hmm. whenever, whenever trauma happens, it's actually imprinted in the DNA, which yeah. is really interesting. That's been scientifically proven. So what happens is when you have any kind of traumas, it's, it's your cortisol levels go up, your adrenaline levels go up, and then it creates this acidic environment that imprints on the DNA. Mm-hmm. Well, and then where do you get your DNA from? Your mom and dad. Where do they mm-hmm. get it from? Their mom and dad and their mom and dad and on up the, the family tree. So mm-hmm. a lot of times things that we're carrying with us now, problems we're dealing with, depression, uh, suicidal thoughts. Um, anger issues, whatever it is, 
a lot of that's not even yours. You came in with it because that was in your DNA when you were born. You inherited it. You inherited that. So what's really cool, uh, back to doing the work on myself, I found some real serious inherited things that came from my mom's side, from her mom. Mm -hmm. And I had actually passed that to my daughter. So it was fun because I got to work not only on myself, but on my mom. Mm -hmm. with that and releasing those patterns. And then I also, I worked on myself and then also my daughter. And Mm -hmm. so I could see that generate because of that experience, I could see that so clearly how that was passed down and passed down. And uh, from doing that work, my mom actually just told me last weekend, we were going somewhere in the car together. She said, you know, I just want to tell you, she doesn't usually talk much about it. And she goes, I just want to tell you that since you did that work on me, she doesn't really quite understand it all. I don't think, but she really likes the way she feels now. She goes, I'm so much happier. And even people are noticing. I had a couple people tell me you're, you seem so much happier. (laughs) Well, the, the fruit is, you know, the fruit speaks for itself, you know, good fruit, good root, bad fruit, bad root. And, you know, you're touching on these generational things that are passed down for me and my family. Fear has been a major thing that I, you know, as I've done my own inner healing, I've seen come down through my family line. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, when I first started my Christian journey with the Lord, uh, if I was at a Bible study and I thought someone was going to ask me to pray for them, I would literally run out of the room. And go hide in the bathroom, lock myself in there until I thought they were done praying because I was not going to pray in front of people. Please don't ask me to pray for you. Yeah, exactly. And so God's got a sense of humor because if he can take someone like me, who is a big scaredy cat and then turn her into a prayer warrior. Now that came with battles. Let me tell you, but you know, we're in Marine training is how I like to term it. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. And those are, that's, those are powerful things. But when you think about what did, you know, what did, did our ancestors go through? You know, we've had the, the great depression, we've had world war one, world war two, we've had, you know, just all kinds of crazy things. And so we don't know what those people went through, but the beauty is that we know that can be transformed into something different. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. Deborah, I'd love for you to share three words of wisdom um, to help them who might be struggling in this arenas. Okay. So um, first of all, like we talked about earlier, everything is a choice. So even in decision, right? Not doing anything because you know, something's going on, but you're not making a decision to make a change can affect you. Right. Mm-hmm. So So make the choice. What do you want to do to work on yourself? Ask yourself those questions. Am I ready to commit? So commit to making a change. Am I ready to make a change? Am I, am I ready to feel better? Am I ready to grow forward? Because guess what? The only person that you can change in this whole entire world is you right here. That's the only person you can change. You can change or try all day to tra- change your husband or your children or your friends or whatever. It's not going to happen. The only person you can change is yourself. And, and then to, um, that's the first thing. And then also to really think about the blocks that you have. Um, 
what kind of blocks do you have in your, in your life? Just ask yourself those questions. Maybe write some things down. What is a block? What is blocking me from financial abundance? What is blocking me from having a healthy, happy relationship? What is blocking me from having that inner joy Mm -hmm. and just set your intentions that you want to make that change. Okay. That's powerful. Questions are powerful. You don't always have to know the answer. You just ask them. And then sometimes later it'll just come to you and you go, Oh, okay. I understand that. And, and, and third of all, it really and truly is our divine birthright to be happy, healthy, and whole. God gave us that gift as we came in, you know, pure little babies that came into the world. And, and to know that we have that innate ability to heal within mm-hmm. ourselves. That's our divine birthright. And find people that you resonate with. When you, when you have made that commitment, you do know that you want to do that healing, go on that healing journey. And as you and I both mentioned, it is a journey. It's Mm -hmm. not something that can instantly change overnight. Um, There are miracles. Of course, we have miracles all the time that happen. However, it's a journey. So, and it's fun. If you start, start doing that work and, and you get on the other side of that and you start seeing these changes, even little subtle changes every time that you do some work, it's just, it's so rewarding and it's so fun. And you just go, wow, because sometimes you don't even realize our, our, the pains that we carry, literally physical pains that we carry, depression that we carry, uh, anxiety, worry that we carry becomes normal to us. Mm -hmm. That's not good. That's not, that's not how it's supposed to be. So really reach out, find the people that you resonate with, find the people that you want to work with. Say, hey, you know what? I would really like to work with you because I see your, your genuineness. I see your, your heart. And that's so, so important is that we do operate from our heart, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and to really just understand that, that those people want to help you and assist you with this wellness journey going forward. So those are three things I would say, really just take a look at, examine yourself and your thoughts. And what do you want to do? The ball's in your court, right? That's really good, Deborah. That is excellent. You know, can you share where um, someone can get a hold of you for questions or do work with you? Yes. Yes. Thank you. I'll, uh, I, the best way to reach me is probably through email. Um, and that, that's my name. So it's Deborah D E B R a Cornell C O R N E L L five nine at yahoo.com. Okay. Why don't you repeat that one more time a little slower? Yeah. So it's Deborah Cornell five nine at yahoo.com. So that's my name and it's D E B R a C O R N E L L five, nine at yahoo.com. So you can email me and in the subject line, just put, would like to work with you. Saw you on the podcast on Joanna's podcast or something like that. And then we can, then I'll call you. We can have a conversation. You can just put your email, your uh, phone number in there and I'll call you and we'll have a conversation, little consultation and see if you want to, to work with me. I would love that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, let's take a moment and let's pray for our listener and our viewer right now and, um, and release God's healing and go ahead and why don't you start and I'll finish. Okay. 
So dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this opportunity to reach out to people. And we just, we just ask that you help them to, to really understand and know that the healing journey is a safe place. The healing journey is something that you wish for, for all of us as well. And we just ask that you simply uh, give us insight and information as to how to proceed forward. And I ask that you just bless each and every single person that's listening today and that you just touch their hearts with your healing energy and love and just surround them with love right now. Mm -hmm. Yes, Lord. And Father, I also ask that you give them strength and courage where they don't feel strong, where they don't feel, they feel stuck. I pray now that every person would be unstuck in the name of Jesus. And I pray by the power of the Holy Spirit that you would now move them into action and move them into a different place in a new season in their life. I pray that every stronghold would be broken, Lord God, depression, anxiety, fear, stress, um, anger, bitterness, Lord. And we just pray now for the blood of Jesus to cover these things. And Lord, that you would just unlock their hearts to receive that healing, to receive joy. Your word says that you give us joy. Your word says that you leave us peace. And so father, where the enemies rob them of these things, I pray that today they say, no, you're not stealing from me anymore. I choose to walk in joy. I choose to seek out my healing in you, Lord. And so I bless my listeners today. I bless them in the name of Jesus. And I pray now, Father, that you would move them in a whole new direction, the direction that you have for them, and that they will now take that first step. All it takes is one step forward, and then another step, and then another. And before you know it, you're out of that room, and you're in a new place. So take that first step today. And so, Father, we thank you, we praise you, and we bless your mighty name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That was powerful, Joanna. <laughs> oh, amen. Well, Deborah, thank you for being on the show today. And why don't you repeat your email one more time for our listeners who just are tuning in? Yes. So it's Deborah Cornell 59 at yahoo.com. And that's D E B R A Cornell C O R N E L L 59 at yahoo.com. And the subject line just put, um, something like um, saw you on the podcast with Joanna, something like that. So I know who you are. All right. Awesome. I, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, God bless you guys and like, and share this message because I think everyone needs to hear this message and they need to be encouraged and God bless you. And we love you. And we'll see you in the next podcast. Thank you for listening to Reveal the Diamond Within podcast. If you're blessed by today's message, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Help us spread the gospel. Visit me at virtualchurchmedia.com. God bless you, and we'll see you in the next session. <laughs>